welcome to Put a Cork in It, hosted by yours truly, Monica Toby, someone who has zero credibility in the podcast world, but is trying to make it big. This podcast is for talking about everything under the sun with my friends, relationships, eating, working out, and really anything else you can think of. Please come along for the adventure that will probably make you laugh and cringe the entire time. All right, everyone, welcome back. It is a crisp July 16th here and we're really excited to be back once again. Um, I would say that it's been a good week. I don't know about you guys, but this week has been pretty good, pretty chill. Currently dog sitting. For those of you who know me, you know that that's a miracle within itself. Not an animal person, but here we are. You know, you got to do what you got to do. But this week we have on a very special guest. A very unique guest, I would say, is another adjective. Um, I don't really know what else to say. So today we have Ryan Stasiak on the podcast. Also, I feel like I definitely pronounced your last name wrong, but I probably won't change. No, you said it right. Stasiak, Stasiak, Stasiak. There's a lot of ways to say it right. But you don't correct people or like prefer one way. No, I say Stasiak because people call me Stasi or Stays, so Correct. it works. But you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you not to call me. You know, my last name. All right, relax. Um, <laughs> I feel like I've never called you anything other than Ryan. This is so true. Well, sometimes this I call so you. Sometimes I call you Mousy. Yeah, and then I go back with Poosh, so. Correct. So there's some there's some backlash that comes with making fun of you. Yep. Um, but, oh my gosh. Um, yeah, so Ryan is obviously a character, as you can probably already tell everyone. Um, but let's just honestly jump right into how Ryan and I know each other because it's a pretty good story. So basically how this all happened is sophomore year i get told that i'm going to be like the mc of cruise fall getaway and that i'm doing it with this guy named ryan no idea who he is had heard him share his life story at a big crew meeting but like i was never like going up and talking to you like i didn't know who you were really so then all of a sudden i get this text from ryan that's like hey can i get a ride (laughs) to fall getaway with my friend and i'm like Okay, at this point, I'm driving a teeny tiny blue Toyota Corolla, and I'm already taking somebody else. So I'm like, sure, let's just pack it full. Yeah. So we ride to the fall retreat, and basically, Ryan and I sit down, kind of just say, hey, introduce ourselves to each other. The student leader of the retreat throws, quite literally throws, the fall mm-hmm. getaway agenda at us and goes, all right, so you guys go ahead and just make some... Um, some schedules, how to introduce the things. I have like a million other things to do, but everything's really laid out for you. Good luck. Okay, so you can only imagine how awkward this is because I don't know you, nor do I know the schedule, nor am I even established in myself. Like I just feel so uncomfortable. And we kind of both just looked at each other and we're like, all right, well, let's just get started. (laughs) And luckily we are both extroverts that it wasn't totally like, yeah bizarre like painfully awkward it was just kind of like wow how does one get started in this situation oh for sure and also coming in at that time 
like I had never been to a fall getaway meeting or like a conference or whatever. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there like, okay, I don't know this girl. And this guy just comes down with this packet of, <laughs> okay, this is what you have at seven and then eight and then nine. And I was like, what did I get myself into? Like, right. I don't know these people. What am I doing here? I don't even remember who talked to me about being that position. I was talking to someone about that the other day. Like, I don't even remember how that all happened, to be honest. No, I, I don't know either. Okay, great. I'm glad we're on the same page. Okay, so then fast forward, Ryan and I freaking kill, absolutely slay the retreat. I mean, we are getting yes, compliments we left and right. But, you know, back to humility. One time, okay, so we would, like, plan. I feel like you know exactly the story I'm going to say. Ryan and I would, like, plan who was going to talk first after we got up. So it was after this worship set, and we were singing, like, I guess some emotional songs that Ryan was really connecting with. He was having a moment with the Lord. So we get up there, and Ryan was supposed to talk first. And I'm looking at him, and he is unwell. Like, tears are still coming out of his eyes. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. He was supposed to say the first line. Like, I have no idea what I'm supposed to say. So I literally am in the mic like, uh, okay, well, guys, that was so good, wasn't it? Like, so awkward. And you were just, I mean, props to you for being willing to get up and just be, like, very emotional in front of everyone. But, wow, I was terrified. Yeah, well, I was in my own world. I didn't, I was like, I have to go back up there? My eyes are just sobbing. And I honestly didn't even realize that I had to say the first thing. Well, that was was evidently true. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know why that I thought, oh, yeah, Ryan will definitely pull through this emotional experience he's having. Like, that makes sense. No, I was definitely losing it on stage in front of like (laughs) 500 people. (laughs) Okay. So that's that. And then I would say we didn't really become super duper close until we went to Montenegro on Mm -hmm. our summer missions. summer of 2018 baby what an an interesting ride an interesting ride but um yeah i just remember ryan and i having a like lengthy conversation literally sitting on the edge of a cliff talking (laughs) about cringy relationships we both had i will never forget it it was an iconic moment for sure and i remember someone walking up to us and be like what the heck have you guys been talking about for so long (laughs) and we were like come on in we will share with you what's going on so that's kind of the history that no one really asked for but there it is um and yeah so having ryan on the podcast was really a no-brainer you know i think that this is probably the biggest honor he's ever had in his life Um, yeah, for sure. So something that we were talking about actually right before we started that I wasn't planning on talking about, but I think we have to touch on it because must be addressed. Yes. Ryan was like kind of going in and I was like, okay, we need to wait, get this on the record because this is about to be a really good conversation. So to bring you into the scoop, I'm just going to expose Ryan and I right here, right now. I mean, I always do. I'm not very, like, private about much in my life, especially having this podcast now. There's just a lot of things that I'll never be able to not say, so it's fine. So Ryan and I definitely, amongst others of our friends that we will not expose at this time, um, Ryan and I definitely fall into this category that I think other people would call us flirty personalities, and I did just Mm -hmm. use air quotes. And Ryan kind of gave this good pushback when I said that. He was like, 
well, I think there's a difference. And I've always thought that too, of there's a fine line between flirty and just being a friendly person and just being mm -hmm. very um, into what someone has to say, being into a conversation. So some people think that's a myth. Some people are like, Monica, shut up and just own that you are a flirt. And I'm like, I just don't think I can because I, yeah. I'm never doing it with the intention of that. So I would love you to share what you feel like that kind of, like where is the fine line? Maybe explain both sides. Yeah, so, um, well, first of all, thank you for having me on your podcast. I never had to thank you. But Oh, you're um, welcome. Yeah. I, uh, so as I was thinking about, like, flirting versus, like, actually caring about someone and, like, yes. intently, intently listening to them, um, because to me, flirting is more along the lines of, oh, this, is, this is so hard to put into words, but it's like, you are intentionally like try i i don't know it's flirting like you just know what flirting is yeah, like flirting is like go ahead How, can you like put that in a yeah words? yeah because i see where you're going. flirting is like you're intentionally trying to like get that person to like you in a right. way that's more than friends like you have an agenda right and i think that what goes along with it too is like that that back and forth where there's there's no um I know it's not like emo it's not emotionally heavy it's just it's just like oh we're flirting we're going back and forth like joking with each other and like you know and you're just like poking at each other a little bit with like little little certain things that you're like oh my gosh like I can't believe you do that you know and and then you now she comes back with oh my gosh like I do but like you, know, you keep going back and forth and then, like, that becomes, like, a joke for, like, the rest of your relationship, you know? But, like, totally. that's like, a little flirting point. Yes. And you can always go back to that. Whereas I feel like, like, caring about someone and being a friend can be, like, can be put in that category of flirting because it is a little bit more, like, intimate, right? True. And you're, like, actually caring and listening about, listening to someone. But it's, flirting is, is so much lighter than, yes. like caring or listening and being intentional about like asking someone about their life whereas flirting's like oh my gosh like you're cute like dang and they all yes. and like, going back and forth like mm, yes. yeah you are girl like get it <laughs> work it mm. you know like oh my okay. gosh mm. so wow okay i think that was a very good explanation i think something to add would be like being a good listener and like being a good conversationalist, I think also gets mis um, misconstrued as being flirtatious. So like yeah. talking to a guy for a while at like a gathering, like a party, and then my friends at the end will be like, oh, so are you like into Bobby? And I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, well, you were talking to him for like 30 minutes. I'm like, well, yeah, he was, like, telling me his life story. Like, what do you mean? Right. And so I think that's – okay, another thing I'll bring up that okay. we have never talked about is I had a lot of guy friends in high school. So okay. we always had, like, a banter going on. And, like, I always knew that these boys were, like, not interested in me in that way. Like, that was just our friendship of, like, make fun of each other, whatever. Right. And so going into college, I just did the same thing with my guy friends, like make fun of them, like a good sarcastic comment here and there, um, right. you know, just like talking like normal and being very comfortable talking to guys. 
And I feel like that was misconstrued by a lot of my friends of like, mm. Mon, I think you might be like needing to be careful. And like, maybe I was like freshman year, Mon, good grief. Mm. Who knows what mm. I was doing. Starting it up. But I think there is like a diff, like, I think I was just used to talking to guys in a very comfortable way. Whereas I think if I didn't have a lot of guy friends, then maybe that line would be a little bit more clear and I would just be either awkward or flirtatious but i feel like it doesn't have to be that you know <laughs> that's definitely the two the two big choices it's either i'm gonna be really awkward or i'm gonna be really flirty if you don't know how to have a conversation you know okay yes definitely if you don't have conversation skills that would definitely yeah. be the two opposite ends of the spectrum for sure for sure so so okay that's okay i'll be vulnerable too for a second oh here we go so, so I, I personally didn't have a lot of, like, girls that were my friends. Like, I was more of the dater. Like, I dated, a, like, not a lot of girls, but I dated girls. Um, Thank and, you, Ryan. Yeah, I'll, be, I'll be vulnerable. Thank you. And, uh, but, so when, like, when I was in those relationships, like, I was flirting. I wasn't just trying to, like, 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 I wasn't just joking to have fun because I, like, had the intent of, no, you're going to be my girlfriend. Totally. You know, so, like, I was, like, like intentionally talking, you know, about certain things or, you know, like I would like flirt about those things. It's so hard to put into words, but you know what I'm saying? No, I get it. Oh okay. yeah. Cause you definitely, well then there's definitely guys in high school. I was like, Oh, I definitely don't want to be buddy old pal with you in particular. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to act differently. Yes. Um, yeah. But man, okay. Let's transition into like, that whole idea in Christian circles. And I've definitely touched oh on this with like JT and Jackson in a previous podcast. Go yep, check it out. That. If you check haven't, it it's called Transferring to New Babe Pools. It's a really good one. Um, but we lightly touched on this idea that like dating in a Christian circle where everyone knows everyone, it's kind of a smaller community. And we're talking about in college, whatever your Christian group is in college, whether that's crew or something else. So ours yeah. for that matter is crew, athletes in action, whatever. And I just think that that is just a heightened experience. Like I just think you literally smile at someone and someone's like, Oh, so, so you're, you're, so you're trying him. to, oh you're trying to pursue her. Aren't you? And you're like, for the love. No, I, I just am trying to be friendly, but thank <laughs> you for your concern. Like yeah. what? Okay. I have a really funny story. So I, I don't think I've ever told JT this. So this is funny. So okay. my dad came to speak at crew like a year ago, two mm -hmm. years ago now, I guess. Ugh, oh yeah. Weird. I remember Ron. Ron classic. Mm -hmm. And uh jt helped me like edit this photo of the one of the picture i took with my dad because the lighting was really bad so i like gave him creds in the caption and i kid you not i got three texts from people that night that said are you and jt a thing are you oh, and jt man. this that and the other i'm like what i literally would pride and said <laughs> where the heck is this coming from like i must know how this is being like understood and they're like, well, you gave him creds in your picture. And, like, I've seen you guys talking a lot. I'm like, well, because oh, he just goodness. transferred here. And I'm trying to get to know him. Right. So that that was to the point where I was thinking to myself, wow. No one can, no one is safe. Okay? No one is safe nope. in this environment. Oh. Uh, 
Yeah, no, I, I definitely do. Do you want my input on that? Or? I would love your input. On okay. That. So, yeah, I, I'm definitely with you. It is definitely what I think of in my mind is high stakes dating. Oh, like, that's such a good word for it. Yeah. And it is extremely heightened. Like the stakes are heightened because when, you know, you get in that Christian circle and everyone is watching other people and how they're interacting with each other. And then, like you said, you talk to Bobby for 30 minutes, you, you hang out with him. You're just trying to get to know him, just sharing his life story. Um, but then you leave, right? And your friends ask you, oh my gosh, are you into Bobby? Blah, 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 blah. Then Bobby leaves and goes, all right, Monica's definitely into me. She was, she was talking to me for like 30 minutes. Like, I mean, Oh my on. gosh, you're right. That's so scary. Right? And then, and then what happens is everyone else starts talking. So then it's not you two talking. It's not Bobby and Monica. It is now like everyone else building this yes. this ideal of what it is but when you guys haven't even talked about it when you guys aren't even on the same page but in your head all you're hearing is oh he's definitely into you oh for sure you're definitely into him yeah oh yeah yes you know? and then and then people like convince you that you're into someone that you mm -hmm. honestly which this is a twofold i think sometimes people can encourage you to think of someone in a different light and that's good you know and that mm. their success success stories happy endings blah 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 but i yeah. think majority of the time it's like okay well you just convinced me that i like someone that i don't even like okay now i'm going on a date with someone that i'm not even sure i like but you convinced me to do it and i guess there's nothing wrong with this person so yeah which in yeah. the grand scheme of things not a big deal but at the same time there's a lot of potential for people to get hurt that way you know yes definitely because if you're not real with yourself if you like that person and you go on a like if you're even interested in that person to want to go on a date to get to know them more then don't go on the date correct like you just you just don't have to even if everyone else is like oh my gosh like just give them a chance you could do that, but it's like if you weren't feeling the vibe, if you weren't feeling the flow between the spark between you two, the then spark. why why do you need to go on the date? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. I totally agree with that because I do pride myself on being someone that will typically say yes if I get asked out on a date and try to like, you know, obviously it's very nerve wracking for guys. So I like try to not be someone who's like, no, but I'm like, sure. <laughs> like. I see, like, some like some degree of potential in you. Like, sure. But if it's someone who I really just don't, like, purely see as a friend yep. or straight up don't like or just don't see myself needing to go on a date with them to know how I feel about them, then I say no, you know? Yeah. Like, there has to be at least, like, a little tinge of, like, oh, yeah, I think I do like you a little bit more than a friend or I think I could. And if right. that's not there, I'm sorry. It's just going to be a no. And I think if everyone did that, it would really help. It would really help the situation. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. And no granted, it's hard. It's hard to do that. Oh, really for sure, is. for sure. You know, everyone wants a relationship. Get you know, at the end of at the end of college, you get married and go and live your life, and everyone looks back and I'm like, oh my gosh, I got married in college. I want that. You know, so like people do that, and it's it's definitely a like it's definitely a temptation. You know, yeah. that's in front of you. Yeah, I all of my friends in college, for the most part, have been single. And I still sometimes struggle with the mentality of like, oh, well, I'm behind since I'm not engaged at 22 mm. years old. 
you know, and not hating oh, on people yeah. who are engaged at 22 years old. Like, congratulations. I hope you had your wedding if it was planned for the summer. But, um, yeah. like, I think that's really hard. And I literally have been surrounded by single people, like, my whole hey. entire college experience for the most part. Yeah. So, you know, shout out, pour one out for the people who have been surrounded by friends who are all in relationships. Because that blows, hey. I think, a lot. Hey, hey I mean a little look into my life i'm living in grand rapids right now and i've been best friends with my friend zach for 10 years and he just got engaged wow and so it's like i'm over here like single as a pringle and <laughs> he he is you know about like planning his wedding and it's it's and, you know there is that temptation of wow i want what you have like, yeah I see how good it is and like, yeah i want th- i want that for myself um but also there's like a healthy balance of like but i also don't need that like that's where he is in life and like but I, right now what i see for me is like you know i don't need that right now you totally. know do i want that do i want that eventually yeah for sure but like i'm in no rush i'm only 22 years old i don't have to get that right now True. you know and rush rush relationship so preach a word also <laughs> i think like you and i are very similar in the way that we would both not be able to do what we're doing right now if we were in really, like, committed relationships. Like, you would have not been able to make a huge decision and go in on opening a brand new gym with your high school bestie and move. Okay? That would right. not have happened. And right. I would not be moving to a new state just for fun. Okay? Right. So, neither of those <laughs> things would be happening if you and I were, like, both in relationships, like, going towards marriage. Like, just not a no. thing. And so that's what I was kind of talking about with my friends the other day. I'm like, okay, the whole like singleness is a gift phrase makes me <laughs> want to throw up about four times. But actually looking into it, I'm like, first of all, you only get this probably one time in your life if yep. if God is going to provide someone for you. And so why be like sad about it? And also... To be quite honest, I love being selfish with my time, with my Mm -hmm. money. Okay, like, obviously, I'm not, like, a horrible person and, like, whatever. (laughs) But, like, I love not having to check in with someone and be Mm. like, hey, hope it's okay if I go here randomly for the weekend last minute. You know, like, I love that. And that's something that I've talked to married people. And they're like, there are so many things that I miss about being single, so don't wish that time away. Enjoy mm. it, because I do miss it sometimes. I'm like, yeah. wow, married people, look at you <laughs> saying good things about the other side. Amazing. Um, and also, I've been very passionate about you can be fully content in the Lord, and like that can be true of you, but you can also desire to be in a relationship one day and like get married and whatnot. I think that you can have both of those at the same time. I don't think they're like mutually exclusive. And I feel like a lot of times in the girl Christian world, Mm. a lot of like books and cheesy quotes are like, if you desire a man, like you need to check yourself because obviously you're not fully desiring God. It's like, I think there's a healthy balance there of, you know, obviously that could be true, but I don't think that's always true. Hmm. I've actually never heard that before. Well, welcome to the welcome to the dark side, my friend. Welcome. <laughs> Obviously, I know nothing about the the women brain. 
So I, I wouldn't know that. Um, Thank you for saying that. I feel like that's really good for you to say. Yeah, I definitely need to say that out loud more. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that's interesting thought because, like, I don't know. It just to be fully content in the Lord, but also to have that desire. Like, I feel like he put that desire in us to want to have, yes. you know, a marriage or to have someone to become one flesh with. But like, while you're still waiting for that or looking for that, you can still be content in the Lord and still look in that. Because I feel like without having that like secure identity and like who you are and what you're doing, are you really going to be able to find that person who's on the same trajectory you are on? Right. You know? Right. Yeah, and you can even compare it to, like, desiring to have a job that you're really passionate about and love. Well, that doesn't mean that you're not fully satisfied in the Lord. That just means you want to, like, use your gifts well while you're here. You know? I feel like I could write a book on this just because I'm really passionate about it. Because it's so sad when girls are like, I'm going to be single. I need to be fully content in the Lord. And it's like, sweetie, you don't have to force yourself to, like, hate men. Like, I'm so confused, you know? Yeah. So, you know, that's just my female point of view. I just thought I'd share. Hey, it's much appreciated. Yeah. yeah. I'm learning. Encourage other people to think that way if you ever come across that. I don't know when that situation would happen for you. (laughs) Not often. Literally on a date. Hey, just so you know, (laughs) it's fine if you want to be in a relationship with me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's that's not going to happen. Also, I have a story or a question. Do you mm-hmm. think that having a sister, because this is my theory, I feel like guys who have sisters are kind of better with women in certain capacities and like understand them a little bit better because they've yeah. lived with a woman that's not their mom for a while. And do you feel like yeah. that's kind of true? Like when you've been in relationships in the past, do you feel mm-hmm. like living with your sister has helped or no? So in what capacity, like in what, what ways do you see how do you think that that helps? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a good question. Um, like certain tendencies or things that girls get upset about, things that girls care about. Like it could be really deep things. Like I know that talking about this is really hard to talk about with a girl or even like materialistic things. Like I know girls really love this or this is how long they take to get ready or X, Y, and Z. Because we, this past weekend, when a bunch of us were gathered together, Ryan was not there, so he's not a part of this group. Sadly. But the girls just got flamed for how long they took in the bathroom, whatever. And I'm thinking to myself, this should be common knowledge because some of y'all have (laughs) sisters. And I don't know why it's such a shock, you know, that it would be. But I've only ever had sisters, so I feel that's very normal. And so sometimes I'm mad that I don't have a brother because I feel like that would help me have a little bit more insight. To understand guys better? Yes. Yeah. Um, So to the point of um, where women take a little bit longer and getting ready and yes, I definitely think having a sister helped me realize like, wow, like my sister like cares about how she looks before she goes out. And so she's going to take the time to find an outfit or put on some makeup. And I'm like, I just didn't get that growing up, you know, like I was like, what, like, I'm not even going to shower. So like, (laughs) why are you putting on makeup? Um, But 
so like in that sense, I definitely see how having a sister helped me realize that. I also think a thought that came to mind was having a sister, I think, has given me more opportunities to learn how to like love my sister as a sister and like be there for her. Cause like, um, just like in my family home, like we definitely had a lot of like emotional, just issues in very emotionally high environment. Yeah. And so like, I realized that when I was younger, I didn't know how to handle those situations, but as I've like grown up and, and been around my sister and she's going through things with my parents, like I realized I'm able to be there for her and talk to her. Yeah. Um, and I see how that's an opportunity for me to grow into like love my sister as a friend and like my sister. And I feel like that can easily translate to, you know, into a relationship where, you know, if, you know, my girlfriend is very emotional about some, some circumstance or just as like, you know, getting aggravated or frustrated or whatever yeah. she's feeling, I can, you know, be there and just listen to her and, you know, help her talk it out or, you know, be funny or whatever I need to do right. because I've had, you know, just a little bit of experience with my sister in the same, you know, sense, I guess. Yeah. 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 Now, am I good at it? No, but (laughs) we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. I feel like that's really good though, that you, I think you just answered that question perfectly, but I also think it happens naturally. Like, I don't think you're sitting across from a girl and you're like, wow, I'm really good at talking to her right now because I have a sister. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not, you're not thinking that necessarily. So I think some of it just comes from like, you know, you're just naturally going to be better at connecting because of that, like female presence in your life beforehand. Um, But yeah, there's just like so many things that I just think I could have learned from a brother that Anna, my best friend from school, I feel like has just been, oh my gosh, I would just say something (laughs) about our guy friends, something they do. Or just, you know, the way you guys keep your houses and apartments and whatever. It's just, well, I wasn't going to say was... bad, just different. Okay, okay. <laughs> Your apartment was very clean. Um, just different. And she would always just be like, Monica, this because she has three brothers. She's like, this is just how it is. This is how guys are. Whereas <laughs> Anna, living with three girls, she was like, what the heck? There's hair everywhere. Why does everyone, like, I never can go to the bathroom. Someone's always in there. Like, (laughs) people are crying all the time. And to me, I'm like, this is just another day in the freaking neighborhood. Like, this is my whole life for the past 22 years. You know what I mean? Borrowing clothes, fighting about you breaking something that I let you wear. Like, the whole thing was just very normal for me. I've lived with all girls my whole life. My poor dad. So... (laughs) Oh, wrong. Yeah. So anyway, that's mm. a four and one on that. Wow. Thank you for, you know, actually not making me feel like an idiot for having that theory because you kind of make me oh, feel yeah. like it's kind of true. But don't get me wrong. There are guys in my life who have sisters and I'm like, you could not be more unaware of what is happening. <laughs> and I'm so confused as to how you live with a sister. So yeah. Also, yep. there's that. Yep. That. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I definitely was that person too. So, yeah, you know, it's definitely a, it's a learning experience. So basically, oh yeah, it's a this is what I'm going to say to the listeners. Okay, you guys need to capitalize on the fact as a male having a sister, as a female having a brother, 
And I'm not saying interview your sibling, okay? That's yeah. kind of weird unless you have, you know, you guys are cool like that. That relationship? Yeah. <laughs> relationship goals, <laughs> sibling goals. Um, I think I just, you know, for those of us who can't, please, you know, capitalize on the knowledge that you can gain from interacting with your sibling. Um, I guess I could ask Ron some questions. I mean, he was just always the type in high school that would be like, Mom, you know you can always talk to me about boys. I mean, I know it's a little awkwarder than talking to your mom and sisters, but just want you to know. And I would just be like, yeah, Dad, <laughs> definitely not going to do that, but okay. Oh, man. Uh, you know. He probably wanted that so bad. He did. He really did. And now yeah. I do. Obviously, I'm, like, way more comfortable with my dad. But back mm. then, I'd rather, like, oh, my gosh, do a million other things <laughs> yeah. than, like, talk to my dad about high school boys. Jeez. Oh, oh yeah. gosh. Um, oh, there was something else that came up. Oh, okay, this is kind of emotional. And then after this, we'll wrap it up with something oh, fun. Oh, gosh, am I going to cry? No, no, yeah. I just feel like I might be putting an idea in your head that you might have not already had, so I'm kind of nervous. No um, so I always joke around, but I'm half serious that once Anna starts dating someone, like if she starts dating someone really seriously, I'm going to like – low-key mourn the loss of like how close we got to be like you know what i mean because we're like each yeah. other's person and yeah. then when another person comes in it's gonna be like oh my gosh like i'm so happy for you but i'm also so sad because yeah. now our relationship is different so mm. do you feel that way with zach getting engaged or do you feel like you kind of were um, prepared for it so what the way I kind of see the situation is like you said, I'm so happy for him and I'm like I'm excited to be there with him yeah. in those moments because it's it's not for me it's not losing of a friendship. It's it's just a little bit of a change of, you know, the time that we're gonna be able to spend together. You know? Okay, yeah. And we just have to be more intentional about checking in with each other and, you know, holding each other accountable and um because it's it's going to change. The relationship's going to change. Right. But the depth doesn't have to stop. You know? Like, we can still have those, like, tough conversations. We can still have, like, real conversations. And, you know, Anna still needs you. Like, I, Zach still needs me. I right. still need Zach. You know, you still need Anna. So, like, just because you're getting into, a, like, a relationship doesn't mean that you immediately don't need your girlfriends or guy friends anymore because... If anything, they're going to help you, Yeah, you know, be the best wife or husband, you know, and I, and I know that Zach like values, you know, my input and like, right. It's, it's cool to hear him listen to me. And then, you know, he talks to uh, Tessa, who's his fiance, like he talks, he talks to Tessa and, you know, they, they have a great conversation and he comes back and tells me about it. I'm like, dude, what the, I didn't even know you were listening to me. Like, <laughs> Like, I was just talking on my butt, and you just, like, yes. took that to heart, you know? Oh, my gosh. When people in relationships ask me for advice or, like, are venting, and I respond, and I'm like, bruh, I have no business. Like, zero <laughs> negative. Because <laughs> I have, like, no clout to say that what I'm saying right. is, like, real. But I yeah. do think that you and I have had dating experiences where you learn a lot from that experience. So then you kind of are very helpful in hey, I would maybe see this as a red flag or in my past experience, I would say mm -hmm. you should be cautious or those types of things. So, like, we do have stuff to, like, go off of. Maybe yeah. just not a ton of, like, success stories, but that's nope. okay. Nope. <laughs> no, not really, no. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay. Wow. I just feel very. Guys, we were originally going to talk I about. So right I now. do too. I'm very nervous. Good grief. Um, here's the funny thing. We were not going to talk about this topic at all. And then Ryan started talking about it. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what we're talking about. It's not even, it's not even a question. So Ryan, I'm really glad that you were led to say something. Um, but I, <laughs> I guess we'll wrap it up with my favorite question, which is what is something you've been loving lately? This can be an exercise routine, a food, a habit, um, music, anything? Mm, that is a good question. If you would like me to go first so that you can think, I can. Yeah, go ahead. Go okay. First. So what I've been loving lately is Quinn's new album. I think... He's got a new album? Oh my gosh, it's so good. Yes. It's I love so Quinn. good. And then on the flip side of that... Um, I have also watched Hamilton for the first time this past weekend. So I've also been listening to that soundtrack like all the way through a million times. So kind of a music, a music theme this week for okay. me. Okay. All right. I love that. Was that inspiring that. enough for you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got, good, I got good. Two things, yeah. <laughs> um, so I'd say, so I recently just moved to Grand Rapids and I am actually loving exploring a new city. And yes. Um, just like going to, I go to this coffee shop every morning, Roots Coffee, you know, just like Kafenya, but now yeah. it's just Roots. Um, and it's like five minutes, it's, it's five steps away from our apartment. Um, perfect. So that's, yeah, perfect. You know, they have great vibes. You know, I think that's they play a little important. bit. Oh, it's the most important thing. Um, what's um, your coffee order nowadays? You know, I mix it up. Oh. I mix it up. You know, today I got a, a 16 ounce uh, medium roast with a little bit of cream, half sure. and half. But, you know, yesterday it was a hot day, so I got a little bit of cold brew. Ooh, okay. You have to go with the temperature. I'm the same mm -hmm. way. Yep. Um, so I've, I've been loving that and loving Great. meeting new, new people out here. And it's been, it's been a really fun time, and I'm just excited to keep doing that. Um, and then another thing I'm loving is New Girl. Okay. Now I'm such a fan. So good. It's so good. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. I love that you're watching it. That's amazing. Yes, it's so funny. So funny. Now, for a second, I thought that you said this new girl. And oh, I was like, oh my gosh, gosh, a Grand Rapids female. Oh my gosh. Um <laughs> But on the real, you are in a whole new population of women, Ryan. I honestly, okay, I'm going to put this on the record so that way I can look back if I'm correct. Okay. I give it just a little bit of time before I text you and I'm like, hey, how are things going? And you're like, good, I'm actually dating someone. And I'm going to be like, yep, straight up predictable. So uh, I'll just put I'm that. Just, no, no comments. Okay, no, great. No comments. Ooh, someone might be in the works already. Anyway, um... Okay, Ryan, thank you for being on the podcast. This is probably the most, like, I feel like vulnerable and raw that I have ever been on a podcast in terms mm. of something that normally I wouldn't want to talk about that's kind of viewed as, like, you know, like, people saying you're flirty is not something you necessarily love to really expand on and be like, yes. 
So I feel like you <laughs> and I both fall in the category of like, I'll own that, but I'll always say that it's not really that that I'm doing. But if you need like an easy, if you need like an easy name for it, sure. Like I will let that sure, slide. Sure, it's flirting. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Wow. So thank you for reciprocating that. You're the best. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, it's, uh, it's been a fun time. I feel like we just had a conversation the whole time. So well, sorry for the listeners. <laughs> maybe maybe wanted something a little bit more structured. Yeah, whatever. Hey, that's all. Hey, that's how it always is on here. Okay, it's just <laughs> it's just a train of thought, really. Um, if you guys have any questions for us, don't ask us for dating advice. But if there's anything <laughs> that you have some questions about, just slide into the DMs. I'll put Ryan's handle. Um, on Stacey the crazy, story. ask Stacey crazy. Ah, okay, ask Stacey crazy. Wow, very <laughs> excited about getting the brand out there. Okay, well, we will talk to you guys next week. Um, be looking forward to some updates, um, some goodbyes, and etc. in the next podcast. So we'll catch you next week. Over and out.